Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. And this is Rich Swan, Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, support the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I'm Mr. Davis and I'm joined by my Wrestle Jamia foe for this weekend, night two. It's all on the line, the hairline, because my hair is going up against Luke Owen's points for Wrestle Jamia night two. Luke Owen. Hello, Miss, uh, sorry, hello, Swap Nation, and a hello to you, Mr. Davis. How the devil are you? Threw me off again uh, with your, mm. your intro. I actually forgot how to do mine. I, I had the day off yesterday for the bank holiday, and honestly, it's thrown my entire week out of whack. I woke up this morning thinking, like, I've got nothing to do this morning. And then, like, I was like, oh, no, I've got to watch Raw, because it's Tuesday. Yeah, well, get ready for all the off-wacky stuff, because... It's WrestleMania week. Woohoo. We're not going to get to sleep for four days. But I'm, I'm ashamed that you didn't do the full intro because how the devil are you? You usually let me answer, even though Sorry. I explicitly told you, don't ask me how I'm doing. It's all the same right now. I actually you want had... to tear it up. You want me to tear it up? Yeah, again? yeah, yeah. Do it again. Do it yeah. again. Hello, Swap Nation. And a hello to you, Mr. Davis. How the devil are you? I'm good. I want to hear what you thought of Godzilla versus King Kong. <laughs> Have you seen it? No. Oh, I, we watched it last night um, as our the end of bank holiday treat. We had that. We had a leftover uh, takeaway curry, and then we had Godzilla versus Kong on. I mean, a TV that I've actually been bullied for online uh, quite recently. As I it's a t- is it the old TV? Is the TV I've had for the last 15 oh, so get, you, years. Oh, yeah. look, 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 look. So Some things are bullying. Other things are just like, that's your fault. Yeah. It's that's your fault for having such a bad TV. Years. Maybe even 16 years now. It's been a long time. You're an adult. You've got a big boy house now. You need it's a proper TV. TV. It's not even my TV. It's my brother's TV. But like my brother doesn't need a TV, so I just took it. Like, essentially just took it off him. 
If you haven't seen it, folks, it's a TV that's border is cumulatively larger than the actual screen part. It is it is first generation widescreen TV, like flat screen TV. Uh, state of the art when it came out, because um, if you were like if you had the right cables, you could get free view channels on it. So like it was proper, proper state of the art when it was released. Um, it's got two HDMI ports. It's got SCART. It has got um, AV, like uh, additional to bit. So you could, if I, I could, if I wanted to get like an old sound bar, then I could actually get like really decent um, hi-fi sounds with it because I can. there's plenty of areas for me to plug cables into. Also, very, very heavy. Can't be wall-mounted because it's got a base. Very, very heavy. But how was Godzilla versus <laughs> King Kong? It was like watching a cinema in my own home is what I would say. And I loved it. I, I had a brilliant time with it. It was so much fun. It is wonderfully silly. Like, so silly. Like it's, oh, but so, what, what kind of silly? Because okay, there are so, different kinds right. of silly. Okay, so here is, and this is no spoilers for the movie anyway, because this is brought up within the first three minutes of the movie. Like, this is like the central plot of the movie, is that some people go and see a scientist who uh, whose brother had come up with the theory of hollow earth, and mm. they are going to go find hollow earth, right? And hollow earth is an earth that is actually beneath our own earth. So that, that and that is where the Titans have come from, right? And this movie, wonderfully so, so brazen, just says it and just expects you to get on board. Like, there's no science, there's no, like, backstory to it. Some person... It was set up in the last Godzilla movie. Barely. Like, but this is just like, and now we're going to go, right? That's how they restarted Godzilla. They reset Mm. him underneath the earth. And this movie just expects you to know that. And it's just like, cool, right. It's just like, cool, off we go then. It is uh, akin to, I suppose, in a way, going to see um, Endgame without having seen any previous MCU movies. However, like, I I know Endgame, I've done this with Infinity War. I watched Infinity War with my dad, who hadn't really seen, or if he had seen, didn't know that he'd seen any of the previous (laughs) MCU movies, but was quite easily, quite happily went along with it because he was just like, yeah, cool. That's the bad guy. They're after these stones. I get it. What, What more do I need to know? I'm like, well, he was I mean, superhero entertained. I mean, in fairness, Dad, what more do you need to know? That's the lad. <laughs> he wants the stones. The, the the good guys are trying to stop him from getting them. That's all that that is everything oh, yeah, you I, need I, to know. I got it. I got it. I got it. You, 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 but you put the thing in the gimbal. You put the thing in the gimbal. Yeah. Yeah. And away I've you go. done this before. Exactly. He's got the thing. He's got two of them already. If he gets all of them, bad things will happen. Yeah, you got it. That, that's pretty much it. So yes, the movie is quite brazen in just like, oh yeah, it's just it's a thing. It's just, you know, it's an earth beneath our own earth. Do you want to go? Like we can't we can't go um, because it's it's impossible for us to go there. But we think we can go. Should we go? Yeah. Okay. Let's go. And like it is. And then there's just like lots of like beautiful like. 50s 60s kitsch sci-fi ideas and stuff which i i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed and then monsters fight and it's awesome i would say if you are not into kong then you may not enjoy the movie as much because it is way more a kong movie than it is a godzilla movie godzilla is in the movie i think probably cumulatively 25 30 minutes maybe um, the, that's like, a the good amount of Godzilla. That's it's more than the Godzilla movie. 
<laughs> well, I know, right? Yeah. So like for a two hour film, my wife thought it was too long, but I think my wife thinks any movie that is two hours long or more than 90 minutes is too long. Um, and then I told her about Adam Wingard's comments that he goes, oh yeah, there was like the first cut we did was five hours long. And I think that's the perfect movie. And my wife was like, oh, we've got to Snyder this. My wife was like, we've got to stop these madmen who seem to think that the only way to do a movie is to, for it to be five hours long. She's like, an assembly like, cut is not a version of a movie. We can't all just watch assembly cuts of things. That's where all the good Hollow Earth stuff was. That's what I said. I said, I bet you in that version of the movie, they do way more setup of Hollow Earth. So, so for me, there is a range of this sort of legendary monster universe. You've got Godzilla. I, I thought Gareth Edwards' Godzilla was incredible at one end, along with Kong Skull Island. I thought they were both fantastic. Um, and then there's the other end, which is Godzilla King of Monsters, which I thought was abysmal. Where does it rank in this? I, I think you are going to be leaning more towards the King of the Monsters side. It oh, is more King but of it's the Wingard. Monsters. Well, of course, yeah, what are you expecting from Wingard? Like, of course, it's going to be more leaning towards that side of things. It's you not. The guest. Yeah, I know. And, and look at that movie. That was like a throwback to like 80s action movies. Yeah, but like at least it was coherent. Well, yeah. And, you know, in fairness, so is this. Like, pretty much, it's, it's coherent. I followed along with it. Um, there's some other wacky subplots in there. It's, but, like, once the monster action kicks in, like, it's so much fun. Like, it's really, really fun. But if you're not into that, like my wife, she was like, I saw the monkey hit the, uh, hit the lizard. And then they just kept hitting each other. And there's hmm. only so much you can watch them hit each other. And I was like, strong disagree. Mm -hmm. So who won? Well, I'm not going to spoil that. Like, I'm not going to give away <laughs> the results. I mean, we'll give away the results of Raw if you haven't seen it, but I won't give away the result of uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. I, yeah, I will watch it. I'm excited to watch it, uh, especially when I found out it was Wingard directing. I don't know how that passed me by for so long. Uh, but yeah, it's hard to fit in when my lady partner is the same. She doesn't want to see two giant CGI creatures hit each other for 45 minutes. Whereas I'm okay with that, providing it's got the adequate amount of character work done beforehand. King of the monsters. Yeah, yeah I'm afraid. It doesn't. You're shaking it your head. Does, it doesn't quite have that bit. Like it's got mm. the it's got the monster fighting stuff that you enjoyed from Kong Skull Island, but it does not have like you know like that wonderful. Ah, I didn't enjoy nuance. the Kong Skull Island stuff. I thought it was a much better film when it was before all the fighting, <laughs> before when it was all the, the really the long fighting at the stuff. end. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Unfortunately, then it's um, I I don't think you're going to get massively along with it. I'm afraid. We should probably do a speedy outro. We're going to have to, I'm afraid, mate, because it's three minutes before we go live. But we haven't even got into the show yet. So um, here's Raw. Wasn't very good. Review. It looks like we're going to have some new champions in WWE everywhere, apparently. Everywhere. Uh, but particularly on Raw, with Drew McIntyre is reportedly the favourite to beat Bobby Lashley, and Rhea Ripley currently is the favourite to beat Asuka. We'll be talking about that because on the Go Home episode for WrestleMania, we couldn't come up with another title. 
Unless we wanted to do worst go home roar ever again, which I feel like we do every year. I'm Mr. Davis. I'm joined by lukewarm Luke Cohen. Before he says a single word, this stream is brought to you by Beer 52. The beer is back, baby, for WrestleMania week. They're going to help us get through because I can't do another episode like last night's Raw without this sweet, sweet nectar. Mwah! Go over to beer52.com forward slash WrestleTalk, UK viewers only, to get a free case of eight craft beers. Sorry, how many? Eight. Eight? Crikey. You can have four on night one, four on night two. Get them in now. If you are one of our UK viewers, order it now so it gets in time for WrestleMania nights one and us. Yeah. So this episode of Raw, we'll do the full play-by-play play play shortly. But book bookies odds currently. Yeah. Everyone's so, yeah, changing so hands. So, yeah, so according to the betting odds, which, of course, we can't take a lot of, uh, you know, you, this is not really reports. It's not really speculation. It's just the current betting odds are of things. You got to wait till the smart money comes in. But going by what the current betting odds are at the moment, no challenge, sorry, no champions are going to retain at WrestleMania. So that means AJ and Omos win the tag belts. Um and they called him Uha Nation. Then what a mark I am. Apollo Crews wins the IC belt. Sheamus wins the United States Championship. This is actually probably a good test to find out if I know who the yeah. champions are and if they're defending their belts. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler will lose their titles to whomever wins the Fatal Five Way. Um, Bianca Belair's SmackDown. Asuka wins. Sorry, Rhea wins the Raw Women's Championship. Drew wins the WWE Championship, and Edge wins the Blue Universal Championship. Have I missed anything? I the think Smackdown. that's everything. Who are, who are the SmackDown tag champs? Ah, well, that match is taking place on SmackDown. Yeah, but who are they? Is it Ziggler and Rude? Are they still the champs? I think it's Ziggler and Rude. Yeah. I cannot believe. I cannot remember this. <laughs> no, it is. It Smackdown is. It's over the weekend. It is over the weekend. There was a, a news story on WrestleTalk.com that was um, about Dolph Ziggler said that he thought he was going to be fired after this Raw segment. He thought I was going to lose my job. And I thought to myself, I was like, oh man, like it's a shame because he's never, he hasn't really done much recently, has he? And then about an hour later, I thought to myself, oh no, wait, no, he's one half of the tag team champions. I just constantly forget that he is. Yep. Yeah, well, there you go. It is. It's definitely, it's been confirmed. Yeah. Rude and Ziggler. Look, okay. This, this is, I am so uninspired by Raw's side of things for WrestleMania. And yeah. I'm, I'm there's a part of me that's like, well, you know what? It's this bad right now. Like this whole Bobby Lashley era that we were all very excited for after Elimination Chamber and Fastlane has been a dud because it was never about getting Bobby Lashley or the Hurt Business over, which is something we were all very into. It was about getting Drew McIntyre cheered in front of live audiences coming back for the first time in over a year. Also a worthy venture because we love Drew and we want him to be cheered. But I think in this moment, go with the momentum, make a bigger star out of Bobby. So, but like that's past now. The Hurt Business aren't a thing. Baron Corbin, King Corbin's with them. So you know what? Give the belt to Drew, give the belt to Rhea Ripley because I'm so uninspired by the current pre-WrestleMania product, sure, why not change the titles? But that's not what WrestleMania is meant to be about. 
It's meant to be about, oh, I'm behind the challengers. I can't wait to see them overthrow, enter big evil heel champion here. Yeah, I mean, the, the Raw Women's Championship in particular, like, prop, it's a proper uninspiring, like, situation we find ourselves in because the plan was Charlotte versus Asuka, then that got changed to Charlotte versus Lacey, then that got changed back to Charlotte versus Asuka, then that got changed to Charlotte versus Rhea versus Asuka, and then that's now just been changed to... So, like, as, as Sean put it on, um, on Fight for when he was talking about this, this wasn't plan B, this wasn't plan C. It was plan D. It was plan D or E that we're on for the Raw Women's Championship in all of this. And really, it's all depending on the fact that Charlotte isn't around. So they didn't really know what else to do. So if Charlotte's not there, we don't know what else to do with the, what we're going to do with the belt. So we've had this now, a two-week feud for WrestleMania, a two-week feud between Asuka and Rhea Ripley. I, going by this show, I would not have thought that WrestleMania was coming this Sunday and like they're fighting for the title this Sunday. Because last week, it was just a contract signing. And then this week, how can they possibly coexist? So we had to try and do, I don't know, what, like a month's worth of story in two weeks. And it did not. Like No one cares. There's no momentum behind Rhea Ripley because there was no plans to debut her yet. She was meant to debut after WrestleMania. So this is just thrown together plans at the last minute. And the Drew one really annoys me, actually, because this should be like a really awesome moment, right? This should be Drew McIntyre getting back that WWE Championship. Granted, it's the third time he will be the WWE Champion because we had that Randy Orton thing last year. But like they just decided, oh no, Bobby, Bobby's too cool. Bobby's getting too over with the hurt business. So we better cut the legs out from under that in case he gets over enough that people might get into him. And we want other people, we want people to just be into this other guy instead, as opposed to maybe being into both of them. And what we ended up with is, as you quite rightly put in your raw review today a proper mid-card feud now. Like, this doesn't feel like the main events of WrestleMania. This feels like a mid-card feud from a couple of years ago. Should we just briefly go through the angles, the big go-home WrestleMania angles to build these two big title changes? So Drew McIntyre came out at the start of the show. He cut a, a promo in the ring, but a very good promo. Like the, the, One of the painful things is that all the wrestlers on this show are very talented. They're fantastic in the ring where they let their wrestling do most of the work for them, but they are trying so hard to get this stuff over and to make it resonate with the audience. And Drew comes out here, cuts a really sensitive promo about how when his mother was going through chemotherapy and she looked at him and she was like, no, this is your dream. You should do this. And he, like, he chokes up. And I don't think those were crocodile tears. Like, he's such a genuine guy. So then, you know, Bobby comes out. He, he interrupts him. And then Baron Corbin comes out. What is their relationship now? Baron isn't part of the Hurt Business. No. So MVP quite emphatically said on Twitter, he's not part of the Hurt Business. Um, but I think Bobby Lashley is just the Hurt Business unto himself. So I think it is like they were putting over a commentary that he is the mercenary that answered the call by Bobbles a few weeks back of like, who can take out Drew McIntyre and they'll get their shots at, at WrestleMania instead. Yeah, because it wasn't wasn't Braun Strowman. It wasn't Ricochet. It wasn't well, Ali. Busy. wasn't they're any of the busy, geeks man. in the locker they, room. They, they've got other WrestleMania feuds. They can't do two of them. Like you can't have two matches at WrestleMania. Why can't it be Goldberg? 
I'd actually want Goldberg in this match. Goldberg versus Bobby versus Drew. I Would can't you? believe I'm saying this. Yes. Over what we've currently got. Anyway, they come out, blah, blah, blah. We're going to have a main event later. And the, He's yeah, still the king, main by of- the way. He's oh, still sorry. a king, by the way. It's been nearly two years since King of the Ring, and he's still doing the King Corbin giving. Hasn't got the crown or anything. Hasn't got the dildo that he carries around with him. But he is still King Corbin. For abs- Okay, I'm going to steal this from Denise Salcedo, but I, I completely agree with it. He's the Reginald of the men's division. Oh, that's unfair. Why is that unfair? Reginald has absolutely should be nowhere near the women's division, but he is like in the women's tag title picture, but he is. Baron Corbin should not be near this WWE title picture, but he is. He's the Reginald of the men's division. I suppose so. But the main event of this episode, the go home show for WrestleMania, the last thing that Raw is going to have. Smackdown's pre-taped, by the way, this Friday. I didn't know that. I thought it would be live, but everything's reportedly in the cam for that. Bobby's watching on from a stupid angle at uh, backstage. MVP's on commentary. Drew and Baron actually have, I thought, a pretty good match. Like this mm, is this great, is amongst yeah. the best matches Corbin's going to have up there with that Chad Gable King of the Ring uh, series of matches they had too. Uh, but yeah, but despite that, MVP passes Corbin the cane. It's got to be Kane. It was a, like a walking stick, Kane. And he goes to hit Drew to cheat to take Drew out of the WrestleMania match. Claymore, one, two, three. Bobby comes out. And I'm like, oh, man, there's, there's a minute left. Is this it? And yeah, that was. They both just stared at each other. I actually preferred it, although it was silly because they do just stare at each other for a minute. Camera cut, camera cut, camera cut, camera cut. It was better than the tug of war thing. It was yes, better than tug it was. Of war. And like, that's the benchmark, right? Like, that's the benchmark of terrible is the tug of war between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. So, if it's not as bad as tug of war or worse than tug of war, what a win. An absolute, like, storming win for WWE there because it wasn't as bad as it has been previously. So, this got for me is a big thumbs up. It was just boring. It's it just wasn't bo- actually rubbish. I'll take boring over actively rubbish. Mm, always. I don't <laughs> think that's controversial to say. Uh, yeah, and the other the other big singles title go-home angle was Asuka teaming with Rhea Ripley. How will they coexist against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler? And they I mean, didn't. We might, have, they, we might have actually had an answer because not Renee interviewed Rhea Ripley before this match. And she said, and I quote, how will you coexist? So, like, even not Renee was wondering how they were going to coexist. Answer was, they didn't. Not Renee's work on this show was, and I, I, I don't think it's her. It's the it's way she's her. produced and told to act. Yeah. Was a I miss Charlie. I miss Charlie Caruso. I miss mean Charlie. Come on, Kathy Kelly. Save <laughs> us. You're our only hope. Uh, but, yeah, Asuka and Rhea Ripley teamed together against Jack, uh, Jackson Baszler and... They sort of didn't cooperate from the offset. Asuka got a hot tag after Ripley was worked over. Rhea Ripley laid out Asuka outside, threw her back in. Shayna got the pin to win. So I thought like, oh, Ripley was worked over for the majority. Asuka took the pin. This is how you build the singles match. 
yeah, by having the tag champions pin the women's champion. And she's not facing Asuka for the belts on Sunday. Asuka got I pinned was... again, by the way. Asuka got pinned again, got pinned. Asuka is what Shelton Benjamin... Asuka and the Raw Women's title is what Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander were to the Hurt Business in Vince McMahon's eyes. We all love the idea of it. We're all behind it. I think everyone is. But he th- he's just looking at his watch, waiting for the moment he can switch it on to something he wants to do. Uh, yeah, this was... And the other thing was last week, the Thunderdome audience, which are controlled by WWE, definitely cheered Ripley. But here, she was a heel. So she turned heel two weeks into her debut? Yeah, because I think the report was that she was going to debut as a heel. And then, so they debuted. Well, then debut as a heel. Oh, yeah, I know, but plans changed. We're on plan E at the moment, so your plans had to change. And the story that they have told is that she came in as a babyface and then turned heel on Asuka. Why not just have a debut turning heel on Asuka? Well, because where's the story, Ollie? I'm going to pitch, I'm going to pitch it this right now. Where's the story, Ollie? She felt shortchanged by her loss last year to Charlotte. This is WrestleMania season. This is where she comes up. She wants to wipe the slate clean from her loss at WrestleMania 36. Dude, and I'm going to do it. Came... And I don't care. And I don't care how I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it my way this time. Have her write Charlotte off TV. Dude, do you know who came second in the Royal Rumble? It was Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley literally was the runner-up of the Royal Rumble. She was like the Iron Woman. She had like an amazing performance in the Royal Rumble where she was like eliminating people left, right, and center. Mm. There is an emotional crux that they possibly could have used. They've never mentioned that. Never mentioned the fact. Which then raised the question, well, what was the point of the Rumble then? What was the point of giving her that big run in the Rumble if you were going to do literally nothing to capitalize on it? Hate. For the marks, I'll <laughs> shut them up. I'll shut them up if we give them a, a little little win there. So yeah, those are the two big singles matches. Um, just to, so the what championships might ha- change hands. The tag team championships they got a three minute match, and the Fiend and Bliss versus Randy Orton, probably the other most high profile feud on Raw, got a video package. Yeah, and Sheamus versus Riddle, which has also just been thrown together at the last minute, um, got a bit of an angle. This show, by the way, I wrote in my notes here, is going to have a terrible third hour viewership. Terrible third hour. Like, no one's sticking around for Drew versus Corbin. Like, it's going to have a dread brings in the views. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Well, let's see what uh, our wonderful viewers thought about this episode. Remember, get your hyper chats into wrestletalk.com forward slash support. We'll read out every single one of them before the end of the show. Anthony Velasquez, I'm sure WrestleMania will be a good pay-per-view, but this build to Mania this year has been awful. Also, really bad episode of Raw or the Go Home Show just shows how lazy the creative process is in WWE. Yeah, I mean, one of the things we've always said about the WWE, though, is when the build has been terrible, the shows are usually really good. So there's every chance this could be an amazing WrestleMania. And actually, it probably will be a really good WrestleMania. The Portuguese, Mr. Davis. Hola. This episode was just meh for a go. I think it was more than meh. I think it was three hours of tedium. Uh, For a go-home episode, expected a lot more. Luke? Yes, mate? Oh, uh, this company... This is the worst build to a WrestleMania I've ever witnessed. However, I'm going to watch it because I love you guys, especially Mr. Davis. Thank you, Portuguese me. Uh, Matt Field, I usually try to watch Raw so I can at least understand what you guys are talking about in news slash uh, life review. But this week, I just could not be asked. Doesn't that say something about how bad the build for Mania has been? Can't wait to see a bold Mr. Davis. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's going to be so bold all over. Bold. It's written bold here. Know, he wants me to win. I'm coming for all of you. All of you. Do you think this is one of the worst WrestleMania builds? Um, Because I don't think you can give... You, you got a discount last year. Because last year, like, you know, that, that was like plans changing very much at the last minute and everyone was just sort of scrambling. It'll be a fascinating documentary in years to come. I don't know, though. Is this one of the worst builds? Like, it feels... Like... It's lackluster. I will certainly yeah. say that. And Raw has been really bad this year. Really, really bad this year. Unwatchably bad at times. But I think a lot of it is lackluster more than anything. And it's frustrating because it feels that I think 
nothing matters. It doesn't feel like anything matters on the show. So yeah, maybe like from that zone, yeah, maybe it is. Most one of the worst. Brian Gallagher. I wanted to watch wrestling last night, but can't bring myself to watch Raw anymore. So I watched New Japan Sakura Genesis instead. I think I found my new Monday night wrestling fix. Well, they're not going to be putting on a pay-per-view every Sunday night. Um, yep. But maybe Dark Elevation could could do that for you. Dave Donaldson, another boring Raw. Does WWE overly rely on their excellent video editing team to make their feuds make sense at the pay-per-view? Yes, they yes. do. I'm looking forward to WrestleMania, but not through anything WWE has showed me. They have the best women's division, but you wouldn't know it watching TV. Oh, isn't that the truth? And by the way, like he's right about the um, video department because I'm actually kind of like, I was into the Fiend Randy Orton video package. I was like, oh, this is a cool feud. Bacon Rasher. Hi, lads. Another good episode of Dark Elevation this week. Sorry you had to watch a terrible roar again. I record it every week, see a review and delete. I'm booked off work for Mania. I'm most looking forward to your watch-alongs to get me through it. Jam that jam. Thank you, Bacon Rasher. Nate S. OMG, I forgot all about the tug of war until the news today. Facepalm emoji. What's something you're always surprised to hear, remember about actually happening as part of an angle? Uh, Deborah being the rock's yeah, manager. I was going to say that, yeah. <laughs> in, in their feud with Stone Cold. Yeah, the WrestleMania X7 main event, thought by men to be one of the greatest WrestleMania, like the greatest end to one of the greatest WrestleMania of all time. And the bit that everyone forgets is like, oh yeah, there was that two-week period where Deborah was the Rock's manager and it made no sense. Well, and it was not needed. I tell you what, for bonus points, go back and watch Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair's feud. There's a lot of stuff that happens. Becky got suspended for no reason. Arrested. Charlotte Flair was added. There was the, the river dance handcuff fight. Oh, yeah. I, it was a bonkers, bonkers funeral. Becky Lynch apologized. The jam one, Ball Dolly. That's not the right name. This was such a boring roar. I actually fell asleep halfway through it. Can't wait to see Ball Dolly, though. He'd be like bandana wearing Vince during ECW. Uh, just if this is your first time hearing about this, my hair is on the line this Sunday on night two of Wrestle Jamia, our WrestleMania live reaction show against Luke. But it's our predictions tomorrow. And I've got jam in this hair. A hair oh. full of plans. He's got plans. What? what do you mean you've got plans? <laughs> James Hanley, I will admit that I only keep up with Raw because of the, the Schadenfreude. Everyone familiar what Schadenfreude is? Mm -hmm. It's a great The Germans have a great. word. The Germans have a word for the delight they take in someone else's misfortune. That's a culture I respect. But I think Adam's video on Roman Reigns sums up what's happening currently. It's the Hulk Hogan problem. Drew is the chosen one right now, and he will win because he is all that matters. Yeah, okay. I think you might be right there. They built a monster for Drew to overcome, but they did it with, you know, four weeks out before Mania. So it doesn't really feel like we've really had a monster on top. We've just had a lad. And that's a shame. It's a, it's a real, real shame. But, you know, who knows? Maybe WrestleMania will actually be awesome and we'll look back on this and be like, you know what? The the build sucked, but the match, like, the match was great and the, the show was great. And I, I let, you know, went home happy. And we'll come to watch Raw next week and be like, it's a new era. Yes, it is. And all of this last four months will just feel like a bad dream. Yeah. 
Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Um, before we get in with the full play-by-play review, beer52.com forward slash WrestleTalk UK viewers only, get yourself a free case of eight craft beers to help you through WWE programming. It'll make it a little bit more fun. Luke is going to sample a beverage from this month's crate. It's a Kevic IPA. So let's have a little. It's a Belgium-themed box this month. Oh, Oh, the smell is delightful. Just got a lovely whiff of it as I as I crack that open then. One of the great things about Beer 52 is that they give you a magazine with tasting notes. So you are drinking the, oh. the Kevic IPA. Uh, tasting notes. Oh. High attunation fermentation results in a dry but smooth brew. This beer packs in four grains, barley, oat, wheat, rye, and plenty of hops aroma from Azeka, Simcoe, and Sabro. It's a very hoppy, smooth drink. It is smooth. Very, very smooth. But I'm very, very much enjoying it. It's lovely. Mm-mm-mm. And you can, you, can, you can rate the beers as they come through. Which Create your own little, yeah. Right, let's get on with oh. beer, not beer 52. I just want to oh, I, I talk about this raw. Do you want to read the get, magazine instead? Let's just get absolutely trashed at 3 p.m. on a, a Tuesday afternoon rather than talk about this show. So, already talked about the opening segment with Drew being interrupted by Bobby and Baron. Anything to add? No, just that King Corbin is still a king, apparently. Uh, then the first match was Xavier Woods versus AJ Styles. This is after Woods won via DQ last week when a mosque got uh, involved. And this went a minute, barely. AJ Styles got Woods in a calf crusher right away. Kofi Kingston threw a microphone on a moss. A moss chased him into the ring. Kofi got right in the ring. Why isn't the referee more involved? But the referee disqualified... No, the referee stopped a moss from getting in. And Woods rolled up AJ, Woods won. Who who cares? This was the feud I was the most into. It's the match I was most looking forward to at WrestleMania. And they've actually systematically like chipped away any enjoyment that I'm getting for this. Do you remember AJ's <sighs> gimmick a few months ago was that man, no one can beat him. Absolutely no one's beating him on Raw since he came over from the draft. He's under his win. Do you remember they kept bringing up his win-loss record? His win-loss record is impeccable since he came over to the draft. He is like no one, no one can touch him. He's he feels like he's been beaten the last three weeks by the new day. And probably because they're winning the tag belts this Sunday. So you can just keep beating them because it doesn't matter at the end of the day. They'll just win the belts. And you, because you're idiots, will forget that he just kept beaten, uh, getting beaten by the New Day. He's got the belt now. You're all idiots. Just forget about it. Just to clarify, because Luke is meant to be the baby face here. He's, he's, he's saying what WWE think you are. Oh, yeah. Not what I'm Luke thinks you are. No, he thinks we're all, he thinks, he, he thinks we're idiots. Yeah. Came across personal. Oh, so I do apologise. Yeah, because I, I was, I was, I was, I, I was getting bit, into character. I was getting into character. I was trying to be like the embodiment of WWE. Mm. And before that, Matt Riddle did a promo 
on marijuana. Pretty much. If you if you had told me that this was the same promo segment he'd done the week before with the New Day, which in itself was the same promo segment he'd done with the New Day the week before that, I would have believed you. At least he remembered his lines. Uh, after that, <laughs> we got Braun Strowman coming down to the ring. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't Did skip over the most important part of this show. Bad Bunny's car arrived. It's integral <laughs> to the feud. Yeah. One week out. <laughs> First time I've seen this car. It's a Bugatti. It's a $3 million Bugatti. A car's that much? $3 million? I guess a JPEG can be $69 million. So screw it. Yeah, a car can be worth three. Braun Strowman came out to a steel cage around the ring. And I thought, oh my God, are they doing a steel cage handicap match? No, it was just for sort of to set the scene for the, the go home promo. And Braun just cut the promo that WWE have given every other big man monster that they've tried to turn into a relatable baby face over the last 20 years. Vince McMahon will always tell you he can book a big man. He can't. He, he mm-hmm. really, really can't. Not as a heel, not as a baby face. And this is his one trick for a baby face. Braun says, I've been bullied all my life because... People say I'm stupid, and now I'm going to get revenge for all the people who were bullied by taking on Shane McMahon and beating him up this weekend. I'm like, well, Braun never turned face. I, the, the Braun that sticks in my mind is the one that headbutted Adam Pearce like a bully for no reason in November, and the one who admitted killing kids. Remember that time when he just tipped yeah. a treehouse over? Yeah. And like, also, Shane never turned heel. Like, Shane came back as a babyface, and then just one week later was a heel. And they've never given a reason as to what. Like, why is Shane McMahon now this character? He he became this character for no reason other than well, we need Braun to have <laughs> a foil. We need to ha- him to have a bully. And what better person than the, than the biggest star we have, Shane McMahon? Five hundred dollars on cameo. Uh, anyway, he Jack, Jackson Riker and Elias came down and Braun beat them easily, pinned them both at the same time in a handicap match. And Shane said, because I was like, why, why did Shane let Braun choose the stipulation? He wasn't under any duress. There wasn't any stress to make him give up that choice. Usually that's the heels domain unless they lose the right. And Shane got on the mic afterwards and said, ah, you you picked a good stipulation with a steel cage because that was a test to see how smart you really are. This makes no sense. (laughs) Nobody's motivation makes sense. What is this for you? He said, you picked a steel cage match, which favors you. I was like, yeah, it does. You're not acting like it does. But then he's got this line where he's like, you may be a man, but I'm a muck man. And McMahon's always win. I've got a, a trick up my sleeve. So I'd imagine that Riker and Elias will get involved at WrestleMania. And that's Shane's big plan, maybe. I don't know. But do you know what? At the end of the day, I also don't care. So yeah. I, I, I couldn't care less. Honestly, couldn't care less. Oh, but what about... The Bugatti. I, well, oh, the, Bugatti? The, the, Bugatti, Bugatti? the Bugatti. Well, the Bugatti I did care a lot about because it cost $3 million. And so to me, as a person, that means something because it costs, mm. 
it costs an amount of money that I will never see in my life. So I really care about this car and the status of it and whatever happens to it. I don't know about, I mean, do you also feel the same way about this car? I don't know. Maybe it's something in me. When I see uh, a person, a man usually wearing sunglasses, uh, getting out of a sports car, I usually think, well, they're a prick. Uh, I think that's a pretty natural reaction. Oh, I don't know. I know. I see those people. I was like, how relatable. Just how relatable (laughs) that person is. It's like me. It's aspirational is what it is. I could I could be like that if I just got lucky enough. If I just had the the talent, I could be that person. Uh, So, yeah, Bad Bunny gets out of the car and I just thought, sure. And then Ms. Morrison vandalized the car with... Really weak looking paint. Oh, they did not this do a was, good job on this, did they? <laughs> this is, this this is was working off. paint. <laughs> yeah. This is not shoot paint. You you blow on this and it will disappear. <laughs> yeah, this was this was like like Grand Theft Auto levels of like you could easily just take this down to a paint shop and the cops will never find you again. Um, it it, it could easily come up and they painted like hey hey hop hop on it and then they attacked him and. Like uh, the, the the downside to this is you also had to get Bad Bunny in there to act, and like he can cut a promo, he can do a rap, but acting is not in his wheelhouse. And the acting portion was not good, but then the beatdown was actually pretty good, and then the promo he cut later was pretty great. Yeah, it was actually. Um, the the uh, the white the 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 car. I to to make this work in any serious way, smash a windscreen. Like that, and that's the base level. But like, uh, uh, would you say that cars are integral to the Bad Bunny character? Like, given Bad Bunny that we've seen on TV, would you say that cars are the essential? Like, that is the linchpin of his character's success. And um, no, but they, they haven't given me a character. Damien Priest and sunglasses. That's all I know about De- uh, Bad Bunny. The twenty-four. Yeah. If he had the twenty-four-seven title still. And they made him lose it. That would be much better. Oh, he can't lose it now. He handed it over to to our truth, who hasn't been seen on TV since. But um, anyway, yeah, Ms. Morrison, I think attacked him. The camera work was too awful for me to tell, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure that Ms. Morrison attacked him. And Adam Pierce chased them away. <laughs> and Damien Priest comes up later, like, "Oh, what's going on here, guys?" I'm like, "Oh my god, if you're if you're gonna do this, just have." Priest be the one to make the save. Why is Pierce putting himself in everything? Uh, then we got the Asuka and Rhea Ripley, Nia Jack, Shane and Baszler match. We've talked about that already. Shelton Just and Cedric one, threatened. Mm-hmm. One other thing, I do apologize. This is it's it's kind of a note to bring up, but it did make me laugh. After that segment with Ms. Morrison and Bad Bunny, they cut to the commentators and there's Thunderdome screens behind them. There was a lad yawning. Like a proper big, <laughs> like <laughs> like loud yawning behind Samoa Joe's head, and they're like, well, like oh. it it really made me chuckle. I feel his pain. Uh, Shelton and Cedric were threatening MVP backstage after the women's tag match, uh, and then not re- the staging of this was awful. Like they were right up in MVP's face. They walked off because they've got a match against Lashley next, and then not Renee stepped out from a foot away. He would have been there the entire time and was like, what What do you think that means for Bobby Lashley's match later? And then Bobby Lashley stepped in from presumably another foot off camera. Like, you were there the entire time? This doesn't even yeah. make sense. Why were you here? 
it reminds Adam me Pierce of when I got there first. It reminds me of when I used to do drama at GCSE level, and you would have to do like we used to do plays like for um like for audiences and stuff. But it was just a room. We didn't have a stage. We literally just had the floor, and like people mm. would sit on the floor and they would do that. And you would try and light the the area so much that you couldn't see the walls because then that was like our off stage bits. And that is what this a lot of this feels like. Like Lashley just standing against a wall as much as possible, so the lighting doesn't catch him, and hopefully the audience doesn't notice that he's there. Well, they couldn't do this for this next segment because there were way too many people. Uh, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler are walking away from their match, and there arrives all of the Raw and SmackDown people in the Fatal Four Way this weekend, which are Lana and Naomi. Tamina, the Riot Squad. No, no, but Tamina and who? Wait, wait, wait. The Riot Squad, (laughs) Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, Tamina and Natalia. There it is. I was going to say, you literally did this in the news this morning. I wrote it down for you. Oh, my God. (laughs) This freaking... The the WWE right now just falls out of my head as soon as I read it. Uh, The rumor is, because WWE leaked it themselves and then took it down, is that Carmella and Peyton Royce will be added. No, sorry, Billy Kay will be added as well. Uh, Kay showed up here and was like, here's my picture. She's funny. It is funny. She's great. Um, But yeah, it's hard to care about this, particularly because, as I I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, Excuse me, as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler have been beating Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke since October. Like they mm-hmm. failed to capture the titles in October, failed again in November, failed again in December, failed again in January, failed again in March. Don't know how I'm supposed to care about them possibly going for them again in April. Then we got Lashley versus Cedric Alexander. Cedric didn't even get an entrance. Shelton jumped Bobby a load before the bell. The referee some, somehow nodded. For a match being called off. So the match goes on. Bobby dominates 95% of it. But Cedric does get a pretty cool comeback for like 45 seconds. I can only assume that's because Lashley likes him. And he. I think everyone in this feels bad for Shelton and Cedric because they deserve so much better. And they were a part of the Hurt business. Yeah, it really was. Um, I don't know if you want to quickly leave and come back because your internet is starting to crap out a little bit. Uh, but I will just um, say my piece on this. Yeah, like it was... So, I mean, it, it's it's hardly like a report. It's hardly... like Because they've not been keeping it very secret. There he is. He's back again. Um, you know, Shelton Benjamin was like proper annoyed about this on Twitter. And the report mm. is that they didn't want to break up the Hurt Business as a group. Like they thought that they were better together. But Vince McMahon made the call and they were trying to convince McMahon not to break the team up. But it was it already made his mind up. So they got broken up. And I think that, yeah, I agree with you. I think that like Lashley and MVP just really feel bad for them in all this. I feel bad for them in all of this. And we'll get to Ali in a minute as well, because I proper feel bad for him at the moment. Uh, Bobby beat them both, really. It was pretty much a handicap match. Bobby beat them easy. Um, and yeah, huge spine buster. Bobby looked great, but I've, I've written here like this episode is so crap in my notes. <laughs> Uh, that, then we got the promo video package for Randy versus The Fiend and Bliss. And it's just like a three-minute video package. No go-home angle, no interviews, no nothing. But, you know, considering this show, maybe that's a good thing. Dude, that means it's likely a straight match. It's There's no gimmick involved. It is just uh... Orton versus Fiend. 
There's no there's no Firefly Funhouse, which I mean I would have put money on. Good money, in fact, that it would have been a Firefly Funhouse match. But yeah, it looks like it's just a straight up match. Uh I think the reason being is because they want to do a fiend entrance in front of fans. You reckon? Oh yeah, I mean, I suppose oh, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Do a big entrance. First time fans are back live in the arena. But maybe it will become a cinematic match following that. I can only hope. Uh, Bad Bunny then came down with Damian Priest into the ring. He cut a good promo. Uh, then he did sort of it all again in Portuguese, I imagine. I don't know what he said there. Uh, it was it was well delivered. And this is where they challenged Miz and Morrison to a tag match. Previously, it was a singles. Don't know why they didn't just make it a tag match from the start. Miz and Morrison accepted on the Tron my main bugbear with this, like, yeah, Bad Bunny was good. Uh, I wasn't blown away, to be honest, but everyone else seems to have enjoyed it tremendously. Is that, and I, I, I'm pretty sure it's WWE giving this, giving him this again. The only favourites people are allowed to have are people from 20 oh, years ago. I hate this so much. This winds that they, WWE in their promos, whenever they get a celebrity or someone coming back in, it's always Rock, Stone Cold, The Undertaker, John Cena, maybe. And it's mm. like, you, but you're playing to an audience who have already aged. Why aren't you also playing to that young audience who think Roman Reigns, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, they're the coolest people around? Surely, like, if Bad Bunny is a fan of the current product. That's that's what you want, right? You want Bad Bunny's fans to come in and say, oh, Bad Bunny watches this every Monday. I'm going to check it out. This this promo is, no, no, no. Bad Bunny watched it 20 years ago. And he watches it now, but it's nowhere near as good. He still remembers the fun times. So you've got to put over your current roster more. Yeah, you'd have thought that he could have named some current members. Like, oh, I don't know, Damien Priest, who stood next to him. Like, put him over. Like, you can do both. You could be like, man, when I was a kid, it was Rock, it was Austin, it was The Undertaker, it was Ric Flair, it was Hulk Hogan, blah, 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 blah. But now, if you've seen the talent that's here today, it's AJ Styles, it's this, it's that, it's people like Damien Priest. I'm like, put him over, as opposed to being mm. like, man, 20 years ago, wrestling was so cool. And now it's not, but I'm here and Miz and Morrison attacked me and they hurt my car. So I guess we're having a match at Mania now. And then finally, we got Riddle versus Ali uh, because we've already spoken about the Corbin versus McIntyre main event. Sheamus spoke to Ali backstage. They're trying to team up against Riddle, but Riddle just scoots through them on his scooter. Uh, Sheamus was out on commentary for the actual match. Really decent match. Riddle is amazing. Ali is amazing. Sheamus is on the best run of his career right now. Uh, really good action back and forth. Like this, there was a really nice Riddle just hooked the leg for a pin, and Ali somehow turned that into almost a triangle choke. But Riddle won with uh, Bro Derek and right back to the crappy comedy. Yeah. What do you make of this new entrance? I know a lot of people are talking about it. They debuted it last week with the butterflies coming out of his feet. Is it butterflies or is it birds? I mean, well, either way, uh, birds or butterflies. How do you feel about it? <laughs> so this is augmented reality. When he kicks off his flip-flops, um, everyone goes, all, all the birds fly out of the, the graphics on screen. 
surely I, and I, I think it's ridiculous surely it should be scooters right because that's his character is that he rides a scooter so like loads of scooters should fly out of his feet in augmented reality like what well, a hem- bird what you know, all, yeah because what a bird's got to do with the riddle character i suppose they, they high hard. yeah, yeah. I suppose they are they, they do fly high in the sky um other thing to make note on the, the bad bunny thing as well because you ask why it wasn't a tag match initially the report is priest and morrison were injured so ah. the so the the plan b was to make it a singles match but i guess both of them have been cleared now so they've gone back to it being a tag match well that's good that's good yeah but um, yeah, you wanted to yeah, say something about Ali. I just feel bad for Ali. So the report a couple of weeks ago, um, while you were off, was that Ali had been told, like he's injured at the moment, he's dealing with an injury. But he was told that if you can work through the injury, we're going to have a big storyline for Retribution going into WrestleMania. And then we'll mm-hmm. do the big breakup of Retribution at WrestleMania. And that's it. So if you could just work through your injury, that'd be really great for us. And then they instead did the breakup on the pre-show of Fastlane and absolutely no one has remembered it. And everyone has forgotten about it. And then Ali has been doing interviews recently where he has said that it was an interview with the Metro where he said that he thought it was going to be him versus Kofi Kingston at WrestleMania, because that's the story that WWE were telling, which was that like retribution had targeted new day because of Kofi Kingston stealing his spots a couple of years ago, leaving Kofi mania. So the story was there. So my, I'm, I'm putting pieces together here based on that report and based on Ali's own words here that he had been told, we're going to do a big storyline between you and, uh, and Kofi Kingston at WrestleMania. That'll be the big blow off match. You'll get your WrestleMania moments and then we'll break up retribution. And then they thought, actually, we don't really care about retribution or you um so we're just going to break you up on fastlane and never mention the group again and then ali posted up on twitter and this is where i started to feel really bad for him posted up on twitter being like and it's all my fault i'm like but is it though is it your fault is it your fault that you worked through an injury and because wwe told you you were going to get a cool storyline and then you didn't because i don't think that is your fault if anything, I think you tried really, really hard to get Retribution over. I think you tried above and beyond to get that group over. And the only thing you got was diddly dick. You just got a slap in the face by this company. So I just feel really bad for him at the moment because he's such a he's just an afterthought. And he deserves way more than that because he's an incredible wrestler. And it's just, it, it's just a it's it, this company doesn't care about some members of the talent and i think that sucks yeah i think he's in a people like that are essentially in an abusive relationship with their employer and with those sorts of environments you blame yourself after a while even though it's nothing to do with you yeah yeah utterly depressing an utterly depressing experience watching wwe right now this was a terrible episode of raw i gave it a one out of five on my rating uh, it wasn't as bad as last week in terms of like it didn't do anything like break up the hurt business or bring Baron Corbin over. But it was just this is the WrestleMania go home show. And it was this lackluster back to back one out of fives, two weeks out from Mania. Unforgivable. Yeah, I mean, it's not great. I don't think I'd have gone one. I think I'd have probably gone 
two because I felt like last week's was worse. But actually, like listening to your take and like my own sort of uh, gripes I had with this, maybe it was a, a one of five. But I do think we're out of step with the uh, the general consensus because put this up on our community poll and 41% mm. thought it was a three out of five average show. 29% rating it poor, 23% rating it awful. It's quite telling though, Rawsome, five out of five, 3% and four out of five, four percent so people thought it was either average or bad but yeah no one would know what there was last week everyone was very much in step with us being like it's a bad show whereas people this week thought it actually was a pretty okay show and actually going through the comments a lot of people were like i don't know why you hate this show so much it was actually fine because it's the mania go home show Well, we'll get on to your uh, hyper chats in just a few minutes. Remember, get them into wrestletalk.com forward slash support. We'll read out every single one of them before the end of the show. But first, right now, thank you to our $25 a month or more pledger hammers on Patreon. Well, we're going to have our own little hall of fame right here. Thank you very much. The Kessel Run, DX Solo. Superkick, Nick Mizesco, Dustin the Professor Layton, Wrestle Talk's personal ring announcer Rodrigo Benitez. He can last Sean for longer than you in the ring. The cleaner Kenny Shaw, Luke's favorite fan, the one that only the awesome Bubba. Ronald Coleman, baby. No one names their kid this anymore. Larry. Will always mark out for Ollie Landrum. The blacksmith, Jason Smith. And lastly, for this Hall of Fame class on the 6th of April 2021, Chris, the Cypriot sensation, Patrol. Thank you very much, everybody. Very quickly, Luke, what can they vote on right now? Oh, can't they just? The poll for WrestleTalk Extra is now open. The suggestions are in from our $25 backers and currently leading the pack. It's Backlash 2000. 39% of the votes are currently ready uh, for us to review that show next. WrestleMania 23 uh, in second currently. I think there were 14%. Oh, no. WrestleMania 28. Uh, So that's Roxena uh, currently in second place, then followed by WrestleMania 23. So we may be in a period of time where our WrestleMania does not win an April vote, and it could be the boyhood dream has come true for us to review Backlash 2000. A show that Luke has been petitioning for for about three years to review. Uh, but now it's hyper chat time. Leon Quashy says, Hot take. I expect this WrestleMania to be good. The crowd will be raucous and elevate the atmosphere. And we all know that the in-ring talent is there. But man, this booking, this build, Luke. This company. They're leaning on the returning crowd heavily. Oh, yeah, that's I was thinking that earlier. Yeah. I was thinking of that earlier today. Like, imagine any other sport whose whole or like 
like movie whose whole thing would be, yeah, but come, because there's going to be people in the crowd. Mm. I yeah, get that it's because... COVID. I get that the pandemic's happened, but this is so, so lackluster. Yeah, the bill doesn't matter. WrestleMania is the end thing, right? So, like, it doesn't actually matter what matches are on the card. It doesn't matter what the builds to those matches are. You're coming for WrestleMania. You're buying your ticket for WrestleMania. And I think it's quite telling, pandemic or not, they haven't sold out. Like, there are mm. still tickets available. And WWE themselves expected them to sell out quite quickly. Colby Dennis, take away the terrible build from all the matches in place. Which match do you guys see from night one or two that will steal the show this weekend? Uh, I Cesaro Rollins, I think, will be a terrific work rate match. But I'm really excited for Reigns, Brian, and Edge. Yeah, I think that's going to be really good. Riddle, um, Sheamus are going to have a mm. pretty banging match going by like their previous on in on Raw and SmackDown. And actually, I think the New Day versus AJ and Omos is going to be a lot of fun. I think that's going to be a really, really good match. Bishop Badass, love you guys so much. How do you manage to stay so positive during such a poor showing from WWE lately? Did you see our show last week? <laughs> I've decided since they don't care anymore after Mania, I won't be watching anymore. Only NXT and AEW for me. Keep up the amazing work, you guys. Jam that jam. Stephen Guzman, good morning, fellas. Question, what's a WrestleMania result that you couldn't believe WWE actually did? Mine is basic, but I was re-watching WrestleMania 19, and holy S-word, they really had Booker T lose in one of the most uncomfortable storylines ever. Insane. We recently reviewed it. Mm-hmm. I would go for the Fiend beating... Well, sorry, Bray Wyatt uh, beating John Cena or Undertaker. Uh, OG Slapjack. Fun facts. Drew McIntyre has never faced anyone for the WWE title who won a match at WrestleMania 36. So, um, so I guess Randy Orton. Did Randy Orton have a match at Mania last year? AJ lost. Um, what did Randy Orton do at last year's Mania? Well, like Bob, did, did Bobby do? did Bobby lose to Alistair Black? Oh my god, I forgot that was a match. Uh, Also, (laughs) Daniel Bryan has been in a title match at every Mania in which he wrestled except one, which was his return at Mania 34. Also, also, this Raw was proper naff. Uh, Laura McKilla, hello Mr. Davis and Luke Owens. Which one could get a bigger pop at WrestleMania? Braun Strowman coming to the ring with a steam engine train or Randy Orton riding a mechanical snake jam that jam? For me, that's Strowman. I'd love to see Randy Orton riding a big mechanical snake. Like, you know, the end of June, where he's just riding along the big thing. Like, that's what I want it to be. Yeah, but trains go choo-choo. They do indeed. And is that why you're into the car? Because they do go vroom-vroom. And that car ah. well went vroom-vroom. Lucas Chapper, I'd bet good money that Rhea Ripley is just Rhea after Mania and she gets new <laughs> lane music and gear. Also, do you guys think Finn Balor could be coming back to the main roster after Mania? I think Balor, yeah, I, I think Balor could come back. I think Cross, I've, in my predictions, Cross gets the belt back. I I think that Balor staying there. Also, a lot of people are quite mad at us because, of course, Randy Orton faced Edge at last year's WrestleMania. <gasps> <laughs> it's still happening. It's still going on. <laughs> No joke. That is not a gimmick. I legit forgot that was their Mania match. It was so long. How did I forget? So boring. Suspense 813. This show made me, in my Ollie voice, not excited for WrestleMania. It's sad because I'm in Tampa. I watched that Bobby match. I just saw Cedric and Shelton Thanos vanish. 
P.S. That quote from last week was the opening to Ollie's WrestleMania 34 review. Oh, okay. So Spence, oh, not uh, excited Spence. for WrestleMania. Mm. Oh, uh, Homer Star Fan 13. This year's build to WrestleMania has felt like an afterthought, and unlike last year, they can't use the pandemic as an excuse because they knew from the start what it would be like. The only match I'm invested in is the Universal Title match. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Benny Boy 004. I was hoping for Billy having Peyton as a surprise partner on Saturday, but the news it's Carmella is sad. Uh, well, that some some are speculating it will be Carmella and Bailey. So no iconics yeah. presence. Yeah, Charles Berg. Charles Berg. I'm so happy WWE took the time to build up the matches for WrestleMania. Most of the matches have at least at most two weeks of build. That's 14 days. That's loads of time. They really allowed these conflicts to simmer until they boiled over. Brian Zane blew up Ollie. <gasps> up. What? Well, you think I don't Zane you ask it. him? I don't think I, I think it's on you. My list. It wasn't me. Kevin, Drew and Bobby had a better build for Backlash than Mania. To be fair, it was the greatest show, Backlash. Peter Mullins, honestly, I do not care about WrestleMania for the first time since getting into wrestling in my group of wrestling mates. No one is really fussed about it. However, when I look at the card in isolation, it's awesome. Shows how fundamental a good build is. Bazo Banks, this build has been absolutely pitiful. What on paper looks like a possible top three mania has the build of a freaking backlash card. This whoa, does not. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> less of this backlash, backlash. <laughs> I, will not have, I will not have bad words put on the good name of backlash. This does not feel like mania season whatsoever. Also, remember when Asuka was undefeated? Yeah, me neither. Uh, Malachi Maset. Hi, lads. How do you think the Fiend Order match will work? Even though it looks increasingly like an in-ring match, I did think maybe it could be a Firefly Funhouse match which starts, ends in the ring with various effects for live fans' thoughts. Yeah, so what they do is, like, Orton and Fiend make their entrance and then they go side by side and then, like, lights cut out, they hide under the ring and then they do a Firefly Funhouse match for the audience and on screen and then, like, lights come back on and they're back into the ring. It's, it's certainly a way to get the best of both worlds. I'm going to hot tag to you. Uh, Brendan Harris said, uh, "This uh, there's still time for Vince to come out before the Raw Women's Championship match and just announce Charlotte in it because, well, why not? Also, glad to see Splook on my screen. <laughs> Looking good, brother. <laughs> it does look a lot like me. Uh, Jay Gabriel, what's up, lukewarm and Mr. Kawaii? Uh, I can say that I'm only excited for about three matches on the whole Mania card. Edge versus Daniel versus Roman, Rollins versus Cesaro, and Riddle versus Sheamus. Which matches are you most excited for? Yeah, those top two that you mentioned. Mm, yeah, and I, I am still into the tag match. Um, Nossa J, hi guys, love the podcast and all uh, that you are doing for the WrestleTalk channel. On a scale of one to ten, what is your most anticipated match for this year's WrestleMania? Well, it's, uh, it's the Universal Title match, and yeah, I'd say I'm pretty. I'm, I'm like for all time. If ten was the most excited I've ever been about any match, a six. Nate S. Guys, you can't have an actual WrestleMania match for the 24-7 title, even if it involves a big celebrity. If you do, who else is going to run in during the women's championship <laughs> matches? Sadie6969, hi guys. Why didn't Miz and co. destroy Bad Bunny Studio? You know, the place where he makes his whopper tunes. Can't wait for the live streams this weekend. Also, Ollie, what would be the angle for Fiend Orton? Burn the Fiend again? Burn Orton again? 
If the fiend is the baby face, I'm not entirely sure. Have Randy RKO Bliss. Yeah, I mean that would be quite a killer little angle, actually. Uh, Stu, who do you think will get the biggest cheer and the biggest boo over WrestleMania weekends? Biggest cheer, whoever comes out first. That was going to be my answer, yeah. Biggest boo. Edge wins. Yeah, it could be, you know. Um, Actually, yeah, I think that's a really good shout. I was going to say Corbin, probably. Like, maybe if Corbin comes out during the Lashley-True match, I think that could get some... uh, not heat, not heel heat, but like some go away heat, and that could draw some. But yeah, if Edge wins, I don't know if that will go over. Nicholas Lama, in your thoughts, what exactly are they missing? Is it the live audience? At some point, the pandemic cannot be an excuse for poor creative. I'd love your thoughts on what would be needed to light the fire under you. Uh, what you know that is needed. Everything always comes down to this: characters. Yeah, absolutely. Characters and the stories that those characters are in that engage an audience. Like it's, and they've got everything in place. They've got an, inc- they've got the greatest roster on the planet. They have got all the tools at their disposal. It's just, it's not working currently. Um, Muse at sixty-eight fifteen. I can't believe the fact that WWE have made me uninterested in the Fiend. A year ago, he banished John Cena to the Shadow Realm, and now he's stuck in the Eternal Randy Orton feud, just like Drew was. Nate S. WWE Creative has to be the best example of an oxymoron. Also, after Ollie loses this weekend, which he will, he'll probably weasel his way out of shaving his head by volunteering for the music vid punishment. I want the full Maki Ito song dance, not just the cosplay. Good idea. Well, we're not having that. I'll make sure. If, when, when Ollie Davis loses, and he will lose, that hair is coming off. There's no two ways about this. He's not weaseling his way out of this got jam in this hair and that jam's full of plans marky mark kayfabe a long time listener first time ultra chatter today is my birthday and what better way is there to celebrate than hanging out and commiserating about wwe with my favorite wrestling media personalities give me a yes please and everyone get no. rowdy Get rowdy in the chats. Thank you very, very much. Um, Zachary Jenkins, Mr. Davis, can you just review AEW and NXT and maybe Impact? Because I genuinely feel bad for you reviewing this terrible show. Also, thank you for your condolences last week. It meant a lot to me. Luke, can I get a Ford? <laughs> Ford Hood, let me hear you one time. It's an Undertaker reference <laughs> from Undertaker WrestleMania 17. Go listen to the Actually Dura podcast. Um, the Adnap 2. Hi, guys. Did you ever get the video I sent at the support email address? It's the video that I think it is. Yes, we did. Uh, I will talk about that in tomorrow's meeting. I was waiting until everyone was there so we could all watch it together. Uh, the Jam 1 Bald Ollie. Give the people what they want. Smooth Ollie. Mega Mr. 46. I have found the truth, son of a botch, that done the explosion to injure Mr. Davis. It was Chopper Pete. Now, I did ask him. I did ask Chopper Pete. It's Luke. It's that. Luke. Not me. The Jam 1 Bald Ollie. I know who blew up ollie it has to be megan because she's jealous of ollie being happy jam that jam roar is boring hashtag smooth ollie don't say that name bacon rasher hi again lads mr davis we cannot have these luscious locks leave that head of yours the hair blends with the jacket so well 
In addition, after Blampate and Splook, I hope that Denise does not create Fork Mr. Davis. Have a lovely day for the rest of the day, lads. Jam that jam. And lastly, Jared Zimmerman. Ollie, while you may be very cute, look on the bright side. Shaving may be a wonderful thing for you. Besides, when Luke had hair, he looked like a mix between a long-lost member of System of a Down. I never looked that cool. Um, Gilbuff and a kangaroo. Now you look like a handsome bugger. I wish I looked as cool as someone from System of a Down, though. They all look cool. Look at this hair. This hair isn't going to go anywhere. It's the source of all my power, my cuteness, and my secrets. And I've got a plan. On tomorrow's WrestleMania predictions, all will become clear. Tell them what's coming up this week, Luke. Coming up this week on the Wrestle Talk podcast, it is a stacked, stacked week. It's WrestleMania week. Of course, it's stacked. Tomorrow, we have got our WrestleMania 30. Is it seven? predictions on uh, with myself ollie andy laurie and adam because those three are going to be fighting over the championship while me and this son of a bitch son of a botch will be fighting over his hair and my point and also pete and chopper pete and tempest will be sitting down to do nxt takeover stand and deliver i'm yours live reactions i'll be doing the same thing on thursday as well also on that thursday ollie and i will be reviewing aew dynamite then on friday uh, Pete and Tempest will be reviewing NXT Standover Take Takeover Stand and Deliver. I'm yours. Uh, in full, they're gonna be doing both nights as a big review in place of the magazine show. And then the poor buggers all also be reviewing SmackDown as well, which will have the tag team championship and the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Because in the evening, it's WrestleMania. We're doing live reactions to WrestleMania on Saturday and Sunday. Also on Sunday, we'll be reviewing night one of WrestleMania. On Monday, we'll be reviewing night two of WrestleMania. And on Monday nights. Raw after Mania live reactions. I hope you like watching us because we're going to be on a lot. Please do, if you haven't already, subscribe to this channel because we are nearing 50k. And when we do, it's looking like we're going to be doing a binge watch of the Attitude Era WrestleManias 14 through 17. Back to back. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful time. I really thought Total Divas would do better. I also thought Miz and Mrs. would do way better because I thought people would troll us. Apparently, they want us to have a fun time. Who'd have thunk? I'm, I'm thrilled. Absolutely thrilled people want us to have a fun time. I thought they would vote something we didn't want to do. Well, the next thing is the WrestleMania predictions tomorrow. All of your favorite WrestleTalk characters are going to be there. So subscribe right now and go to beer52.com forward slash WrestleTalk to get your free case of eight craft beers, UK viewers only. How was your bank holiday weekend? How are you? We've got two minutes before we go live. Give me a snappy answer. Good. Great. Good. That's all I need. Relax. Excellent. Glad you had a nice time. Friday off? Oh, actually, actually, we went, we discovered a new part of Walthamstow called Hollow Ponds, which is nothing <laughs> like the Hollow Earth. Oh, for a second, I thought you were, versus... were going to do a bit. <laughs> we found no. it's a pond underneath the pond. No, no, no. And no. you had to go through a wormhole <laughs> to get to it. That's very nice. Oh, good. Very nice. Um, well, I suppose we'll probably get out of here then. Let's do a quick plug of what's coming up this week because, oh, heck in, have you got some stuff coming up this week? Tomorrow, it's WrestleMania predictions. Thursday, it's the AEW review. Friday, <clears throat> NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver review. Saturday, SmackDown review. Sunday, WrestleMania Night 1 review. Mon <coughs> you can Monday, do this, buddy. 
WrestleMania Night 2 review on the Monday, Tuesday, Raw After Mania. And if you're thinking to yourself, God, I wish I could watch these two lads watch the shows live. Hey, <laughs> you can do the Wrestle Talk Podcast YouTube channel. We're going to have live stream reactions for NXT Takeover Night One and Two with Tempest and Pete, and we've got live reactions to WrestleMania Night One, Night Two with all of us, and WrestleMania, sorry, the Raw after WrestleMania reactions with me and what will likely be a very bald Mister Davis because he's going to have a strike hey. down his head because he's going to be losing his hair at WrestleJamia. Done. Cool. You good? Do you want to go? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Cool, cool. Yeah, right. Well, uh, I mean, we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, it's WrestleMania 19 predictions. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.